Welcome to Podcast vs. Player, episode 207. I'm one of your hosts, Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who asked me what does the Enterprise and toilet paper have in common? They both circle Uranus, wiping out Klingons. (laughs) 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 Who says there's no good Star Trek jokes? There's loads! There's so many! (laughs) They're right themselves. Tony Bloody Wharf. Cheers, everyone. This is a very classy episode of the uh, PvP podcast. You should have had a fireplace behind you. Unfortunately, the uh, backgrounds on Discord are limited in bullshit. (laughs) So I went for Cyber City instead. Why not? Because, um, depending on which joke actually makes it to the front of this video, um, it is on topic because I was at Destination Star Trek in London on the weekend with a friend of the show, Rick. Had a wonderful time in a place called Stratford, where we were staying. Stratford-upon-Avon? No, that's in the Midlands. Oh, so it's not Stratford. Ah, so there's another Stratford. Apparently, yeah. That's the more we you know. Anyway. The more you know. Um, but it was just, it was dead. Like, just, it was a Friday night in London. I figured everywhere. There'd be 50 million people sort of crawling over each other to get to a bar or whatever. Like, the town was just completely dead. Yeah, it's it really nice. The really nice place. It's the best place to go in London, in my opinion. The police evacuated all the, the angry drunks because of all the Trekkies coming to... <laughs> like, there's going to be some fucking trouble here. <laughs> yeah, all these nerds are going to get the shit kicked out of them if we're not careful. Um, but yeah, it was um, a much smaller event than... I don't know if we were doing this in 2014 when I yeah. went last time. I assume yeah. we probably were, weren't we? Yeah. Um, so it's in the same building, um, much smaller, COVID, obviously. A lot of people dropped out, Callum, which I know you'd be disappointed. Um, but I was very disappointed. So um, most you got of to meet Voyager the Borg Queen, like, though? Uh, yeah, we got Alice Krieg. She was there doing the most awkward Q&A that I've ever been a part of. And I'll need to say it now because, honestly, I'll forget about this. It was so awkward. Um, but basically, it was Alice Krieg who was the Borg Queen. Um, she's only in, like... A handful of scenes in First Contact, the movie that she's kind of like most known for being yeah. in Star Trek for. And then she plays her again in one episode at the end of Voyager. That's it. <laughs> but yeah. she's still a very memorable, very well done character. Um, and then she was on the panel with someone who was in one episode of Voyager, <laughs> who was sort of a bit of a fancy boy for Kate Mulgrew's Janeway, sort of like, oh, hello, mate. <laughs> and then another guy who wasn't he was in an episode of The Next Generation who technically wasn't there because he was like a telepathic memory from someone who was killed on board when they were building the ship or whatever. Um, and he was also... Um, you know in Shawshank? Have you seen, you've seen yeah, Shawshank, yeah, yeah. haven't you? You know the guy who rapes Tim Robbins? Yeah. Yeah, That's him. All oh, right, fucking hell. I'd yeah. say he's more probably um, well known for that, though. 100%. He was in w- one episode like 30 years ago. Like that that's his involvement and he was on this panel. So the first one we, we went to, there was like a few people from like Discovery from the new show and it was it was great. There was like a little compare, he was dressed in his little uniform yeah. and he was, you know, sort of like wandering around the audience and asking questions and he was sort of having a bit of banter and asking like sort of follow up questions with the panel and stuff like that. And they were loving it. They were the big fans, one of the guys um who plays like an Andorian in Discovery was there. And he was just like, I've been like, I've been going to these conventions since I was like eight. Like, I know the deal with like yeah. all of this. I know how weird it is to be on this side of the stage rather than the other one. Blah 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 blah. Um, and it was just such like that was it was a really kind of like it felt quite warm and nice because uh, like the point of all three of these people being together is that all three of them um, pretty much exclusively wore prosthetics, so they had right. like huge bits of makeup yeah. and stuff like that on in their varying parts. 
Um, and it was just, it was quite engaging and quite nice. It's just sort of like, I like that dude. I'd, I'd probably have a beer with him. Yeah. Like, he seems all right. Um, to two people that you'd seen in one episode each. One who was in a film and an episode. Um, no compare. They were just plopped on stage. Um, and they were sort of like... <laughs> uh, do you want to have any questions? <laughs> and like... Um, like someone had got up and sort of said like oh you know honestly I can't remember what they asked but it was something along the lines of like um, you know how you know if you could be it wasn't this but it's like if, if you could have played any kind of alien in Star Trek what would you have been yeah. something like that like a, a, just a softball to yeah. serve them yeah. as no one else was asking anything and the dude like the short I'm going to just call him the Shawshank Rapist because <laughs> that's that's the easiest way to remember him Mark Ronson his name is if you want to google him I think it's Mark Ronson anyway isn't but, he um, uh, isn't he a uh... Bloody um, art music music artist. Yeah, I don't think it's. <laughs> maybe I've got the name wrong. Look up Shawshank rapist. Everybody find. hashtag um, Mark Ronson's a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> a rapist Shawshank. Yeah. Um, but so it was just sort of it was it was a very sort of like kind of question. It's sort of like it's just easy, like you know. Yeah, just a, just a, you, a minor one. Yeah, like how do you get feel it, that your go. character would have whatever? And this Mark Ronson was like. I don't remember. <laughs> don't know what any of them are. <laughs> no, that was it. That was he was just like Fuck I don't know. Hell. So this this guy was sort of like, thanks. <laughs> like you pissed all over my question, sort of thing. Um, Alice Creed was perfectly pleasant. Like she was actually she was the best on that panel by a long shot. And even she was sort of like, I have no idea. Like you are one hundred percent asking Star Trek questions to people who do not know anything about. It was a yeah. job, and that was it. <laughs> Um, but like she did it quite cleverly though so like someone asked um, you know who do you think would be like a better board queen you or, or like your your character or yeah. uh, Jerry Ryan like Seven of Nine like in, in Picard she kind of takes on that role for a little a little bit like who do you think and she was just like I couldn't answer but let's uh, let's open it out to the audience you know what do you yeah. guys think and I was like okay that's a clever deflection yeah, to be like yeah. well I don't know let's ask all the nerds in one big go um but this this other guy, and they all say uh, Jerry Ryan, like, and then she sets everything on fire. <laughs> mate, you could have said seven of nine, and she'd be like, "Sure, yeah, that sounds like plausible. Yeah, whatever. Don't I just do I still get paid? Six, Sixteen, isn't it? <laughs> if, I don't know. Um, but it was it was it was just really awkward and just sort of like. And then one lady, bless her, and I clapped her. A, a bunch of people did, to be fair. But she got up and was just like, um. I'm sorry, but um, do you uh, maybe do you want to introduce yourselves a little bit and just sort of say who you are, and then you know people can sort of ask questions yeah. like, does that work for you? <laughs> sort of like, shall I try and form this into like some sort of real question answer forum kind of thing? Fuck it and they were like, yeah, yeah, sure. And everyone was like, <laughs> I can't believe a random in the audience has decided that maybe this should be a bit more organised yeah. than the organisers of the event, but whatever. <laughs> Um, and the other du- the other dude he was he was being a bit more kind of like he was telling some some stories and some anecdotes and things like that. Um, annoyingly though, because again he was only a, just a one hit wonder kind of thing, um, but he was sort of you know telling people about how like how he was offered the role and how it kind of came about yeah. and stuff like that. But he was talking about this and it's not been perfect. So you couldn't understand <laughs> a fucking word he was saying. And it was just unbelievable because Rick was sat next to me, and I was like, "What did he say?" 
and it, we had no idea. It was just it was he had either such a deep voice or the speakers were so poor yeah. that you just couldn't make out anything that he was saying. And Rick was just sort of like, "This is getting really awkward now. Should we just should we just leave?" Because like people were just sort of like, "What is this?" and just bounced. Um, that, and then it got to a that point was your chance where... to get just get on stage and to be like, uh, I've, "I've interviewed a lot of people. Um, we've got a, a very <laughs> we've got a quite a high profile guest coming on um, very soon. I'll, I'll I'll take it from that's, here." <laughs> that's true. Like stand aside, non compare that isn't here. Um, but it got to the point where. Um, uh, the, the other guy, the talking too loudly into the microphone guy, um, he was talking about a scene where he said um, he was talking to Picard. He was in Voyager, yeah, and Picard, Picard was not in. Even I know Voyager. That. Even you know that. Um, there is the Doctor, who is act, whose real name is Robert Picardo. Potentially, after 20, 30 years, maybe he got his names mixed up. This isn't the right place to make that <laughs> yeah. kind of a fuck up. Like me and Rick just looked at each other and he was like, "Should we go now?" And I was like, "Yep, yeah, that'll do it." Like that was just like I, I get it if you're just there for a paycheck, one hundred percent, you do it right. But I'll leave you with this: um, we came back. Where are we going on the night? Ready to start? <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, we'll get to it. But um, it, it, honestly, it was just a great day. It was a much, much smaller. There was a great auction. Um, I was uh, I bid on a, a press pack. Um, that was sent from the studio to like local, or, like the news, sort of newspapers or whatever, saying like, here's sort of like a breakdown of or like a bio of what's going to happen in the episode, sort of yeah, thing yeah. from like 1980, whatever, like oh, from the Next Generation cool. Studios, unopened, and that went for like 120 quid, and I did bid on that, but it was one of these auctions where it was just sort of like, um, you know, you know, incredibly rare. Obviously, it's never been opened. Blah 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 blah. Start the bidding at 10 pound, and I was just like. I'm getting in on that. Before I barely had time to handle it, was like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. And I was just like, oh, well, I'm out. Like already, because I can see this is going like sky high. Um, And then it got to like 120 and then stopped. And I was like, I definitely could have bought that. And (laughs) I'll be honest, I've been in a very good position financially because of lockdown. Um, And I had a lot to play with cash wise. And, And providing they didn't go too outrageous yeah. there was like there was like a bunch of signed posters and stuff I'm not really bothered about that but there was um, uh, there was a, a rapier uh, not the not the I was going to say Mark Ma- Ronson was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know th- there's a really famous picture of George Decay when he's like shirtless and he's got a sword and he's like yeah. like that sort of thing um, I don't know so don't quote me on this I don't know if it was that rapier from that scene but it was the same kind yeah. signed by George Decay oh wow and I was like that's a cool. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. a cool thing. Yeah. Again, I don't know if it was the one he actually used, but again, that went for about 120 quid so as not well. A lot, really. And I was like, I, yeah, I was just like, that, that's that's nothing. Like, if you look online at some of these, like, you know, show prop auctions and whatever, hundreds, yeah, easy, yeah. thousands for some of the good ones. Yeah. And plus, to be fair, because this is a big old warehouse full of nerds. I could win that, stand by the exit, and force the other people to give over everything that they won at Sword Point. What are they going to do? They're all big nerds. Um, and then the one that I, to this day, I am still really annoyed about. And if I come back at some point in the future and listen to this and remind myself, I'll annoy myself even more. But, you know, um, by the doors, like on Next Generation, there's like a little, yeah, a little, little panel, panel, little button panel, and like, and that sort of like, it's like a doorbell. Yeah. One of those from the show 
It's just a, it, it's basically just a piece of glass, but there was like a certificate of authenticity and all that sort of stuff. And that went for just over a hundred quid. Jeez. And I was I hit Rick. I'm not lighting the face, but I was <laughs> I was like, why didn't you make me bid on that? Like that is genuinely a piece of like an actual reasonable prop, yeah, like yeah. a cool yeah. prop from the show. A well known, and prop that was well. well within budget. Exactly, yeah. Um, and I was really I was so pissed at myself. I did get a door though. <laughs> <laughs> got one of the panels just one of them yeah yeah um, but there was like a piece of uh, Vulcan so like wherever they filmed like I don't know it's either one of the movies or one of the episodes or whatever it was, where it's supposed to be Vulcan it's like a piece of the desert or yeah. whatever but I was just like well that's cool but it's it's not from a planet it's from our planet yeah, that's yeah. it's effectively just really, sand it's not really that special <laughs> but whatever um, but so there, there's some cool stuff there and the after the auction finished like the event manager i guess came on and was just like you know look everyone thank thank you so much for coming um you know this is like we've had a lot less people turn up like in terms of guests uh, uh, like um guests to the show yeah yeah um a lot less turn up than we were hoping for because of like covid and people traveling from like america mainly to to england uh to be in a hall with a few thousand people (laughs) probably not so I imagine if they, you know, if they're either isolating or they got like vulnerable people themselves, maybe they're sort of just not taking the risk. Which yeah, you know, yeah, I get. Yeah, fair enough. But they said that the next next time they are hoping to make it what they what they call the five captain event. So that's when you get uh, like they, they usually have this in like Vegas and stuff where it's like the big big one. Yeah. But it's like William Shatner, Patrick Stewart, Kate Mulgrew, Avery Brooks, and Scott Bakula. And you probably get like Jason Isaacs or Sinequa Martin Green or something like that. Like some of the like all the captains from all the series, they'll have them all. And it's like it's a huge, huge thing. Yeah. Um, so they're hoping that next year, when everything's kind of calmed back down a bit. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be going again next year. So stay tuned for that. But Callum, I did buy myself some little treats because like I say um, money was no option, and I'm not going to get them all out because. That would be foolish. <laughs> but although I've showed you the boxes, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't showed you the actual. No, I've only seen the boxes. Audio listeners, Dan's um, bought some uh, some memorabilia from the from the show. I believe they're already on Instagram. Yes, they are. Yeah, so, so you can go and yeah. uh, check out that. Uh, I am just going to very quickly. Turn off the old background. So goodbye, uh, cool neon city. Bye, neon city. Oh, stupid, boring <laughs> uh, bedroom background. But I bought. This is one of uh, three. But Ooh. this is the USS Thunderchild, which is my absolute favourite class That's... of starship from Star Trek. An ACDC hero. <laughs> Oh, no, it's thunderstruck, <laughs> but you're on the right lines, yeah. Um, but as you can see, it's it's quite heavy as well. It's not like a. I mean, I can't know, see. I can't see that it's heavy. I'm going to take your word on it. But it looks. It, well, it looks fairly weighty, though. I know I've been going to the gym, so you know, strength is no option anymore. <laughs> but it's um, like it's you know, it's it's got some bloody it's got some bloody weight to it, mate. Does it have a uh, stand or anything? It does indeed. I'm not going to get that out. No, no, no. It's just out. a general but, question. Oh no no! But they do, and they come with like a little book that tells you about you know the class and you know where they've all come from and all that sort of stuff. So that was not what I would classify as cheap. 
Um, but as soon as I saw it, and I was just like, "What? Wh- why am I here? <laughs> if I'm not gonna, you know, to buy a panel? Like <laughs> Told you." <laughs> Look, if they were selling a door panel, I could have got it back to Manchester. You better believe I'd have one of those sensors. But, did you? Um, um, did you and Rick go in your outfits? No, oh. I was tempted to. He did ask, and I was just like, "Mate, come on, we're not taking the piss." Um, but I did also get the um, the USS. This is going to be backwards for people that are watching this. No, apologies, no, it's, but the USS it's Reliant, the right way around. Um, which is again similar sort of size, similar sort of weight. And then my second favourite class, which is... I mean, this is the Enterprise B, but it's the Excelsior class. And again, this one is, as you can see... Like, obviously, big. I'm not going to take it out of the box for now, but it's about as long as my forearm. And again, very weighty, so I'm very pleased with those. Um, and then Rick bought himself a... Oh, God. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Um, a, 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 I know this doesn't mean anything to you, but this is all for the nerds watching. Um but he bought a Viper from Battlestar Galactica, which is one of the little cool little ships. Um, and because the the annoying thing about these, uh, whoever it is that makes these uh, ships, they they have about 150 of them. Wow! And not all of them are that big. Like only the XL ones are that yeah. that big when they're like this. Most of them are sort of this sort of size. But I'm just like, if things go well financially this time next year I'm coming back in for more of these because there was already yeah. some that I was like picking out and I was just like I can't spend any more than I already have on these fucking things um, but I'm thinking about you know maybe like a, like a shelf yeah. like over here yeah. or something like that you know collection. where I can start putting them all exactly well you know I've got other bits and pieces over here should hang them from the ceiling <laughs> paint the ceiling black put some stars on there <laughs> I don't know I think that would break something in my contract with the landlady <laughs> yeah but it? then she'll look at it and go wow <laughs> <laughs> Um, but one thing that I did like about them, again, the, the detail on them is very good, um, is that um, there's there's no like hole. So you, you, normally you'd like stick it onto a stand. Yeah, it's just kind of like a balance. There's no. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like it's got like a grip. All oh, right. So you just sort of like it's it's weighted. So like you grip it like at the center of balance, basically. So there's nothing to actually like deviate from the actual design. Cool. So there's no like yeah. random holes and stuff in, which I thought was just a great yeah. little touch. And. Again, this is probably not going to mean much to other people, but do you remember a while ago me showing you that there was a magazine where you could build an Enterprise D um, and you just get like one piece yeah. every couple of weeks or whatever uh, with a magazine? And it worked out, like, I can't remember what it worked out. So it was like two grand. Yeah, it's very like expensive that. at the end of it. It was. It was just like some random Facebook advert. Um, guess what, Callum? They had one there. Oh, God. What, already fully like, assembled? I think it was. Fully assembled, yeah. I think it was just sort of like they were promoting like the magazine or whatever. And I'm not joking; it's beautiful. It's I'm not joking. It's it's like this sort of size. Yeah, it's but what are you going to do with that? <laughs> like three feet across easily. I mean, it's just it's. I mean, it's it's that's why it's such good quality because of the cost that you would inevitably spend on it. Um, but I was just like, I tell you what, if you just brought fifty of those to this convention, that size, like fully yeah. assembled, and you offered like five six hundred quid for it and people could just buy it now rather than pissing about with a magazine and putting it together yeah, piece yeah. by piece you'd sell them all yeah like honestly i was talking to the the dude because uh, like quite a few of these bits and pieces like 3d printed um and he was just like um there's like a gold version of like the enterprise d like the big galaxy like yeah. picard ship and he was just like yeah we sold out like straight away 
but they, 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 they can't physically make them enough to keep up Super with the demand bad. and there was also I don't know if you've ever heard of them you may have done they're called the Wand Company they, they make like incredibly detailed like next level um, you know like hero prop yeah like Harry Potter ones, Doctor Who screwdrivers, poker balls, pit boys, things like yeah. that. Like next level incredible ones. And they made, uh, again, if if we did talk about this the last time we, I was there in like 2014, I would have talked about um, a phaser that was like a remote control yeah. as well, but yeah. it's like 200 quid or whatever it was. Um, they made that. They're also making uh, a tricorder. And this event was the announcement and showing of that. And it looks amazing. Like, the detail, like, the weight of it, it just looks cool. And it, like, reads, like, atmospheric pressure and stuff like that. Yeah. So it has got, like, a whole bunch of sensors and cool stuff built into it. That's pretty smart. Um, they're not available yet, but they're about 200 quid. But if you're interested in such things, then I'd definitely keep an eye out yeah, for that well, one. Not, my, not so much not the Star Trek stuff, but the, <laughs> like, Pokeballs and stuff. Honestly, they if you have a look at the range of other shit that they sell, man, it's the detail on it is pretty outstanding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, it was just Good. it was a great little weekend, and um, I genuinely can't wait to go uh, to go back next week. Well, Dan, uh, next year, I was going to say, what's, what's happening next week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going bankrupt. That's what's happening next week. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what is happening very soon, Dan. Um, I'm going to buy my Spider-Man tickets in like a week's time or something. Say what? Yeah. And this is for that Spider-Man. Was, no way that now. was my segue to that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I wish we had a brand spanking new trailer today. Um, I was very annoyed because I saw Tom Holland put a thing up on Instagram saying, uh, new trailer tomorrow. This was the day before. And I was like, excellent. And I was looking yesterday. I was like, no, still no trailer. Googled it. It's like 1 a.m. in the UK. It's like, well, I'll wait till tomorrow then. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've both watched it now. Um. I think I'd go yeah. out on a limb and say this is probably one of the best trailers I've seen this year. In terms of what the hell is going to... I mean, they've, 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 they've done quite a good job of explaining sort of weird mystery things that were unexplained from the first trailer. Um, But yeah, it looks like they're going for like a, a full Spider-Verse. Just... He, he, he is literally all the baddies that you've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Here they are again. For the most part. Um, well, ye- Both new goblins. Um, who else haven't we had? Trophy Grace. I mean, <laughs> let's, let's say that maybe then the more well-received They've, bad guys. Essentially, you're Sinister Six, with the exception of like Lizard and Sandman. No, Lizard's in there. Not in the Sinister Six. No, I mean, he's in no, the no, trailer. no. But I'm saying it's like it's basically the Sinister Six, oh, with, with the exception of. Um, sure. This, but... Well, maybe this then maybe this means that not only we'll get Michael Keaton back as Vulture, but then we'd also get the other fella back as Scorpion. Um, yeah. You know, and if Paul Giamatti is still free to dance about in a big rhino with a suit thing, then we could get a rhino in there as well. I mean, you could just fucking get them maybe, all out in one big go. Maybe a Mysterio from a different dimension. Maybe maybe a mysterious actually yeah with actual powers good guy yeah that would be yeah that would be cool so like we're just sort of just doing like a weird the multiverse has gone tits up mm. but it, all it, all it makes me think is that with Doctor Strange two being the multiverse of madness maybe whatever problems they cause in this 
Maybe they don't fix it by the end of the film. Potentially, it might not. Potentially. And then, you know, that's when they need Wanda to come in and sort of boost up yeah. whatever fucking craziness they can come up with. But I'm fairly sure um, that um, X-Men 97, or Mutants 97, I think it's called, um, when's that? Is that next year or is that the year after? Oh, the uh, cartoon. X- X-Men 97 is 2023. Mm. Right, so do we know if that's got any kind of ties to the wider MCU at all? Don't know, because it's just a continuation of the old cartoon, isn't it? Yeah, so it's just pick, but it's picking it up would make... immediately after the last episode. Yeah, but it would it would still make more sense if they would try to Disney it up a little bit and just potentially funnel it towards you know the the wider canon. They can do what they um, want but, as long you know, as they keep the theme tune. <laughs> if they don't keep the I reckon theme tune, it won't then. just be the theme tune it'll be a kicking hip new version of the theme oh, tune no. probably a rap or something and ruin it forever yeah he's just got some rapper literally just going <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah that's what all that shit means no I don't listen I don't listen to this kid's new new noise no I watch old X-Men cartoons and listen to punk yeah Absolutely, it, you know, it's like an iconic theme tune. They ha- they can't change it. Yeah, it's cracking. Well, it's like they keep on using the same fucking Spider-Man theme tune. I mean, to be fair, and that's from a I was, dodgy '60s cartoon. I was watching, um, nah, because like the like the one that everyone remembers. Well, at least our generation remembers the cartoon. Hmm. Um, it's like meow. That's how it starts. And I've, no, I've, completely, no, I'm st- I've still... completely forgotten how it goes. Yeah, I know the thing. It goes like... But yeah, that's dog shit. That's the best theme tune. No, it's not. It's the... Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man does whatever. That's what you want. And that's what they've done. They've used that same fucking like series of musical notes. Most of the new ones, like over the last... Maybe ten years, have all had variations on a Spider-Man song. Um, they're all mostly garbage. But <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. They're still sticking to the same, the same original song. No, no, it's so a completely different the song. X-Men cartoon. Completely. No, different. it's not. It is. I watched it. I was watching I was it watch- on Saturday. I watched Far From Home the other day, and it was. It's the same. It's no, the what about car- we're about cartoons, song. aren't we? No. I haven't watched any Spider-Man cartoons. There aren't any theme tunes. <laughs> the original Spider-Man theme tune that came from the cartoon. No, it didn't. It came from the uh, the old live-action show with Peter. Wait, was the title whatever the thing is? Was the title animated? Yeah, and then it it jump it jump in and out of the live-action stuff, and he basically had skipping ropes for webs, <laughs> and he never fought yeah, any criminals. But the, but that the point I'm making is though is that that theme tune is that's gone. Yeah, no, like, I, I know, a, a I know constant, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think if they're doing a new X Men one, that would have to be the same theme tune again, but just some. Weird I suppose, cause, but I mean, like it's a bit different there because like the movies didn't have like a distinct theme, and like like X Men Evolution had a different but song, and I, I imagine they want to try and. Get away from as much of that as they possibly can do. To be fair, be d- so it makes, doesn't make sense to change restart. it if it's a, if it's literally a new season of it. Th- there's no reason to change it, is there? 
Yeah, but what I'm thinking is if they can, if they start to get some of the events that have happened in um, some of the more recent yeah. Marvel stuff. So by that point, like Doctor Strange and all that, then you could have a like transition, and then that would. I mean, I, I assume that in like Doctor Strange or something, they're going to explain mutants and how they've all come to be anyway. To. We're going to have to. This is. Well, I'm just thinking just sort of gateway to. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but it looks great. It looks, yeah, it looks phenomenal. It looks really, really, really good. Um, there's a. Uh, have you seen the Brazilian trailer? Don't don't YouTube I don't, it. I don't speak Brazilian, so no, no. it's in English. It's still in English. Oh right. But there's there is a scene in it. IGN again, very kindly fucking spoils it for me. Um, but there's a scene um, that wasn't edited out properly. Um, so something happens, and then it was very quickly taken down, and the trailer that we've seen went up after it but not before right. people screen grabbed it and uh, made it into a gif so brilliant just be very mindful when you're on the interwebs i was literally just scrolling through instagram and ign of like hey look at this <laughs> like you need to unfollow ign they spoil everything tell you what i've read a review um, i don't i don't think it was ign so i'm not it just it just reminded it probably me was but... <laughs> no, i don't, bad. I don't I... <laughs> I'm just going to grab my phone just to see if it's like in the, you know, that Google list thing that you get. Google News. Maybe. Um, you just get a thing like every now and again and it'll just be like, most of the time based on your searches and stuff. It's really cool. The background of the uh, city is reflecting into the back of your phone. It's quite a nice case. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I can't find no. it. Um, but whoever it was, let's just say for argument's sake, it was probably IGN. Um, they'd done a review, don't know, like an official review on um, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, I saw, nearly, that popped up on mine. That was on Monday. Like a nearly 20-year-old game, just ripping it apart. Yeah. Just saying, oh, just, it just doesn't look very good yeah. for you know compared to games these days. <laughs> it, no fucking so shit, it shouldn't. <laughs> And I, and I will argue and say that it's still a lot better than a lot of games these days. Reasonable. <laughs> but like, I, I went straight down. I was just like, I read this whole thing and I was just like, I don't understand your point here. I th- but apparently there's like, um, there's a, a, some form of port that's coming over to Switch, basically. Um, and I, I sort of read his, his thing. He was just saying like, oh, you know, it's still, it's still well, you know, it's still well written and the characters are good and but some of the dialogue's a bit stilted or whatever. And I was... Personally, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I think that the story and the characters and stuff like that hold up perfectly, yeah. which is why 20 years later I would still happily play it and it's a fucking brilliant RPG. It's just visuals and, and probably controls as well. Just, But that's just literally a sign I, of the times. It is, but every comment underneath this article is just like, <laughs> what are you on about? Like, wh- Why on earth have you just suddenly decided to just review an old beloved game and rip it to pieces about how shit it looks compared to games these days what a surprise <laughs> cyberpunk looks better than fucking Knights of the Old Republic whoa mind blow better write an article couldn't believe it they're the, they're the kind so of things you what's get what's your point I, 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 it came up I didn't read it all the way through I, didn't, I read like the first paragraph of it and it popped up and uh, I was just like oh you can fuck right you can just go <laughs> you don't get the fucking time of day you've already got the click it's just I think it's it's probably just a clickbait title, just to sort of like force people. Let, to... Let's pick a beloved fucking title that people are fucking 
lot like lauded and loved over the last however many years and let's just say it's a bad game because it's not a bad game yeah. no it's not but that's the thing he didn't he didn't say that it was bad or that you know it's been overhyped or blown out of proportion or whatever like he's purely just sort of like it doesn't feel like it's very it feels a bit dodgy I'm sure if you played the original Resident Evil to death like you absolutely love that game it's awful um I, you know, the, your nostalgia filter is basically just like, well, yeah, it's tank controls and it feels like absolute hot garbage, yeah. but I love this game. Yeah, because it's the memories that's of it. That's why it's, that's why you play it, and that's why it's still, but that quite well liked and still quite well played. That's down the same as like same as Carter. Like Bob hasn't played Carter before, and he's listened to his podcast, and most most episodes will 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 mention Carter in some capacity, and he goes, you know, I'm going to give that Carter a go. And he plays. He goes. What the fuck? The about this is garbage. I go. Yeah, because you didn't play it when it came out. <laughs> like it's. Yeah. It. I will. I'll. I'll put my hand up and say visually and maybe even a little gameplay, s ish. Not much, but a little bit of it doesn't hold up because there's far better games out now. Uh, so it doesn't look as good as Battlefield uh, as Battlefront. That does feel like a much more immersive Star Wars game. Gameplay wise, though. It's a bit wank, because so, it's just boo 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 boo. This has got a big rich story in it, and which is my biggest criticism of the soon to be released remake of, because I just don't see how. Like, I saw something else as well today. Disnified, um, wasn't it? There was, um, there was a petition going around to get the Star Wars license away from EA, so basically they just couldn't do anything more to any of the well, games. They haven't got it anymore, have they? No, not anymore. They don't know, but I think it was more just sort of like a uh, anything that they've ever touched. Let's burn it, throw it on the pile and burn it, sort of thing. Um, but I, all I can think of is APR. I think the studio name is or something like that. Something like that. Like yeah. trying to recreate that kind of hugeness and epicness these days. Like when you've got enormously, massively, wildly Especially successful RPGs. When they haven't got a. Uh... They haven't got a big blockbuster to the name. They they deal with ports, and I'm pretty sure this is ground up. I've got every faith yeah, in them. It's yeah. the game's already there. They just need to make it look better and control better. Yeah, and then this fellow who wrote this article, he'd shit his pants. <laughs> but he'd be one of them who goes, "This is because of my review." <laughs> They've remade. I just don't it. see like if you're if you're a journalist and like you have your journalistic integrity. If you don't believe what you're writing and you're just doing it because you're yeah, going to strike a chord with people, how how would you be able to justify that to yourself? Like if he genuinely just sort of if that's his opinion, it's a bit bloody weird. Yeah. But then why are you in games journalism? If you're like this game that's 15 years old, I don't understand why people don't like <laughs> it. It looks like shit. <laughs> well, yeah, as will fucking anything. Games on the Atari look yeah. like. Absolute nothing. They don't look like anything, though. People still play them. They literally remade a fucking mini version of it, so you could play all these old games because they're just simple and they're just sort yeah, of fun. It, and it's just... it does what it says, and, and that's what a lot of people it's want. And it, football. This is the it's yeah golf. yeah. It, it's just the exact same thing, and you got to you've got to cut it slack. Even bad games, like you can look at a, a smaller studio hasn't got a lot of money. They've been forced to push stuff out, and they go. Y- y- you can see where you know quarters have been cut. There are exceptions to that, c- Cyberpunk. 
um, where you know it kind of was rushed out and they didn't need to. They had the time to do it. But yeah, that's a different story. But this is this is basically going. I've just been playing Ratchet and Clank, um, <laughs> a riff through time, and after replaying Super Mario sixty four, I can honestly say Ratchet and Clank is a far superior game in every possible way. Yeah, yeah should it was in a launch title on the N sixty four? What a surprise! <laughs> which yeah, which back then revolutionized 3d platforming yeah. so give cut it a bit of fucking slack i will say though um super mario summit stars that released for the switch last year they just did a straight port so you got mario 64 super mario sunshine and mario galaxy all for the switch and the new one bowser's fury or something but they're all just straight ports. So it's just an N64 one. They didn't upscale it in any way whatsoever. The controls yeah. are still the same. On Mario oh, did Ga- you see that article? I- oh, no, sorry, no, I was going to say Mario Galaxy. You can play it on, on the Wii. Obviously, it was motion controls. On this one, you can use traditional controls. But it's still got the cursor on the screen for your fucking Wii remote. So you're running around, you got this little fucking finger just pointing at the screen like this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> um, I, I can't remember if I sent you that article or not, um, but it was it was about FIFA 22 for the Switch. Um, Don't was, think so. It was a um, it, it's something that's on FIFA's website basically, uh, not FIFA. Yeah. Um, probably. Yeah. Um, but basically, it said that you know FIFA 22 for the Switch is um, it's exactly the same. Yeah. Tell you what, I think I might still have the picture of it because I just want to read this verbatim because it, it just it this blew my mind when someone sent this to me because I just didn't understand how they could say and get away with this. I, I can't find it, um, but it, in essence, it was um, some again. I think it's from FIFA's website, but it was it was like um, it's something that said. <clears throat> I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah. This is why I wanted the wording exactly, <laughs> but in essence, it was saying um, like the the you know this version of. FIFA 22 um, it doesn't feature any de- like any additions or development from FIFA 21 but then if you look at the same page on FIFA 21 same thing but for the Switch it says the it, like the exact same sentence but for FIFA 20 <laughs> so basically if you've been buying this year on year for the last couple of years maybe more I don't, I don't know how far that goes short change but <laughs> you've been buying the, literally the same game every yeah. time like nothing new has been added I've said this for many, many, many years about FIFA. <laughs> so yeah, man. No, but I mean, there's a difference between sort of just like, oh, you know, well, they never really change it. They do. I mean, there are, you know, there are changes between 20 and 21 and 22. They're subtle and some not, of them are... Not £60 differences. Uh, well, no, I mean, that's... that's You're never going to get around that. You're always going to be paying that. Um, but th- there's at least some new things that they've added and, you know, little mechanics and tweaks and stuff like that just to try and make things a bit smoother. Um Whilst I obviously resent would ever pay that amount, um, the the fact that if I was into football and into FIFA and I had a Switch and I was buying these, to find out that I've been buying quite literally the same game for the two, yeah. last two or three years straight, I would not be happy about it. That is such a dick. I don't know how they fucking go around that. Fuck no. Probably because they've got a disclaimer on the website that no one's ever come yeah, across Yeah, it's before. probably... Um... It's probably there for it, like, like say everyone to see, and no, no one ever fucking bothers. It's like the South Park episode with the human sent iPad. iPad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In terms of conditions, it's exactly that. Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, no, nah, um, what was I going to say? We both watched uh, Shang Chi as well now. Legend yeah, of the Ten Rings, to Disney Plus, probably one of the best MCU films, personally. Defin- um, definitely up ooh, there. I don't, if, I don't know if I go that far. It's, I think it it's in my like, top ten. I think it's uh, that I probably agree with. I think it's one of the most sort of non-formulaic in a way. It doesn't feel like a standard MCU film where you but, can just drop in any of the Avengers and yeah. it kind of feel the same. Um, obviously, this being set sort of, you know with a Chinese background I mean it's been banned in China which doesn't make me think that it's particularly accurate or well received but um, but the fact is it feels very different and it feels like they're exploring a different not only like in, in, the, in the Doctor Strange thing where it's just like magic's a real thing Yeah, it's just like this is like a whole new culture this is this culture within this universe and um, this is all the weird sort of mental demon shit that's mm. going on around it as well um, but it didn't feel like everything needed to have an explanation behind it it wasn't like oh you know well magic it's not really magic it's just like forces from other dimensions and force how it's not really magic it's just technology but it's so advanced you can't tell the difference it's just like yeah they're just like dragons and stuff man this is just ancient dragons and protectors as long as you walk the right way through a forest you can find it (laughs) (laughs) at the right time of the right day you can walk through the magic forest and whatever None of the, the Avengers would stand for that. Captain Marvel would just set the whole thing on fire yeah. and just walk through it. Because <laughs> um, that's another thing. What if you just flew over it in a helicopter? Maybe it's got one of those like Wakandan invisibility shield things maybe, you never get through. Maybe. I think if the, if you, I think if you can somehow get a forest to move around in such a yeah. way you can't get through it, I don't think you can just jump over the top. It would probably okay. still follow you as you're going along. It'll still just see you. You can't see the path, kind of thing. Or it would just grow super tall. Yeah, just yeah, just get bigger. Yeah, yeah this just I, I think that when you've got like an, um, an impassable forest created by magic, a helicopter <laughs> isn't going to do you any favors in it. If you can't get through it in a car, then um, it's not going to make any difference. I, I loved but, it. I honestly loved it. I think it was, I, honestly, it was uh, yeah, I, very well put together. I, Choreography was absolutely top notch. Yeah, that fighting was amazing. Thing is, like though, this is what this is the difference between Iron Fist and this. Not just I don't mean characters; I just mean the fact that this is what you can achieve when you when you cast someone that can and has done martial arts for however many years, who can just do their own and stuff, you, or you, you get a guy who was in Game of Thrones. Of <laughs> but uh, no, nah, it's a it's it's not the best. It's definitely not the best MCU film, and I, I don't think it breaks my top five, but it's definitely my top ten. Definitely. Um, it's. I think it, maybe I've just been sort of a bit poisoned by like the reviews that have been coming through for the Eternals. Um, I was just sort of like, oh, have we just have we peaked now? You know, are, are we just sort of on the slow downward spiral of they're not all that great anymore? I think you know, it, we got to that point where we had Endgame, where everything was going so well. How could you possibly top that? We still had um, a few stinkers. Iron Man 2, 3, yeah, Thor, Black Widow Thor wasn't 2. great. I didn't really enjoy that. Um, you... No, but I mean, that was still very early early days. Yeah, you know, yeah. they still... They hadn't properly um, hit their stride at, by these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, with things like Black Widow, I mean, they, they kind of saved themselves with the... Um, like Loki and Wanda and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, maybe that's, maybe that's a more sensible way to go. 
Um, but yeah, I, I really, really, really enjoyed this. I think um, it, it didn't it was... help. This is the least exciting of the phases so far in terms of. Well, this is the thing. I think because because they're explaining like a whole new side of the world and a whole new thing, and this you know the, the ten rings of not. It's actually something quite sinister, and it's like a vandal savage kind of like immortal mental like that whole thing where he just just tears through an army yeah. at the start. I was like, yeah, that dude could fuck shit up for a thousand <laughs> years. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Um, but um, like you've got to explain how all of this exists within the, the normal world, and you know it, because he's he's a great fighter, obviously, um, but he's not he's not an Avenger. No, like you, you know you go well, yeah, he can fight really well, but then you go well, we've got two other guys who can fight really well, and then this guy can fly as well, like. He's not to the point where it it would be like a Fantastic Four. Like, where oh. were you? Where were you when all of he this is other now, shit was though, going on? He is now, though, isn't he? Uh, well, no, he's, got he's got like, he's got the the rings and like the heart of the dragon, and like Wong is just like, yeah, these are like, we 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 don't even know what the fuck yeah. these are. <laughs> Which that in itself is a really interesting thing because he says something along the lines of like, um, we we think it's something that's. Um, from a previous version of the universe or something like that um, I can tell you something that ex- uh, that survived from a previous universe into the comic universe Galactus mm-hmm. <laughs> now does that mean that this is something that either he's built something that he's just brought through maybe they're a planet destroying weapon to help him do whatever mm-hmm. maybe they belong to a silver surfer or you know a herald of the whatever um, that is straight away where my brain went to. It's, I was just like, that's the first thing that I can think of that would even begin to explain that sort of level of power. It's, it depends where they go, go, go with it, because these are just... Because all they've done is, instead of the having the, the Mandarin has the rings, they've turned them into bracelets instead. But they're bracelets on a human arm. What if they're rings on a Galactus hand? Potentially. Potentially. I don't know. They could I think be rings they, on the Hulk. I think they only did it because of we've just done a whole thing with a guy with something on his hand. <laughs> so I think Maybe, they just but mixed it up if, a bit there. If they're sort of like magical, weird, mystical, cosmic, whatever, presumably they will just change shape to whatever size. Probably. You are going to be wearing them on. Tell you what, I did really like. Um, it's not really relevant to that, but you know when um, I'm going to call it a Mandarin when he's trying to get into the cave. And he punches it. I like well the big wall thing when the monsters call him speaking to him. Made of dragon armor. Yeah. Yeah. And he he hits it, it's not enough, and he just goes and puts them all on one arm and then gets more power from that. I was like, that's such a cool fucking like just little nice little touch. Really was. And even stuff like when he used him jumps up in the air and then before he lands he does it again. Yeah, it's like See there's 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 a whole bunch of stuff when before Shang Chi starts getting some of the rings off him, um, and like some of the sort of like the creativity, and it's just like, well, yeah, it's because he's been fighting dudes with these for a thousand years. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. I bet he's got he's got tricks and shit that you wouldn't even be able to conceive of it, that you could do with all of it, that. It was more like just like visually cool. Like it was a very smart. Um, like I say, they're, they're putting the ring all of them onto one arm to make that one arm stronger. It's it's basically the equivalent of. Um, when Thanos is fighting Captain Marvel and he needs that extra hit so he puts the, the power stone just in his one hand 
and then yeah, yeah. uses it that way. It's the same kind of thing, but it's just like it's just really nice little touches that kind of like well, makes it a I bit more believable. Like, um, like when they're trying to get through the forest right at the start, and like the forest sort of like knocks the car off, and he yeah. like smacks the, the the car door off so he can survive. And it wasn't until I sort of um, I saw him do it again where he jumped like with the rings and then as he was coming down he did it again to slow himself down because he's immortal which means that he doesn't age and die but that doesn't mean that he's invulnerable yeah so it's not like he can just fall off the side of the cliff and just sort of shake it off he can get killed presumably whilst wearing them so he's still got to use them to keep out of harm's way so he's still thinking like he's got to you know he can't get hit or shot or whatever Um, so knowing that he's still he's vulnerable but he's taken like armies yeah. and like entire civilizations down on his own. But then he's just sort of like, well, how are you not more like ingrained in like Hydra? How are you not like everywhere? How do you not have spies everywhere? And like you could just topple a government because you fancied it. Like after that much time and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean that, that's, that's a long be... that's a long time to be going about with mystical fucking ac- accessories from Claire's accessories and. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but that's it. I I I did genuinely really like it. Um, a lot of pretty funny moments in it as well, and mm. it's uh, I think it's a good shoe in going from this into into Spider Man uh, next month and uh, fucking Morbius at some point. Yeah, well, we did mm. get Wong <laughs> and um, Abomination in this for a, a brief Wong, period. Abomination. Uh, um, Captain Marvel. Yeah, Bruce. And I'm sure there's somebody else. No, that no, that's it. That is it. Uh, well, we got Ben Kingsley back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I did like the um. I, I tell you what, the the only thing that was sort of like, I, I think it's just a testament of just how they had to put this film together. There was quite a lot of quite obvious CGI stuff, yeah. like with the bus and things like that. I was like, well, maybe with like you know the pandemic and trying to sort all this out, maybe they. Because I presume, why wouldn't they just do like a bus flying down a thing and smashing into a thing? They got the money for it without a problem. I mean, some of it but, may have been, but not a lot of it. If parts of it maybe, but you know, blowing up like fifty buses or whatever just to get sweet practical shots. Could, I just don't think it could be. literally be a budget thing where they go. You know, it's, we've got a lot of faith in this film, but it's not the Avengers. Like, say the Avengers gets a budget of five million. I know it's a lot, a lot fucking more, but just numbers. That's five Dan million. Was probably paid about yeah. that much. But yeah, <laughs> we're only going to put two into this. Yeah, um, that's just a, just a thought. It might, it might be completely. It, it just, way it off, just, but. it just didn't feel weighty like a lot of the stuff I, that was happening. And then it gets to the fighting, and. It was so satisfying. I think that's. I think that's. Like, what it felt like he could just though. like. What? I think that's what brings it back though. Like some of the CGI was a bit, eh, but then you go the fighting's amazing. Like if that's the trade off, I'll I'll take it. Yeah, and like the the dragon and like this soul eater thing. Yeah. I thought they looked great. Yeah. They're just two giant monsters just sort of smashing each other. We've kind of got that down by now, surely. I'd say so. Um, After your Pacific Rims and your Godzilla's. I think, it, did, I think it helped with the, with the Soul Eater thing because there was a lot of moving parts to that thing, like with all the tendrils yeah. and the mouth and all that stuff. Where it's a dragon, it's just a big snake. But Pretty much. Um, like even like the lion things, um, 
they look like just like like the Shibu statues and stuff like that kind of mm. thing. I thought they looked pretty they cool. Look nice. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, it was just just a genuinely good film, and I'm not pleasantly surprised because uh, it was one of the podcasts you watched the trailer before I did, and I was just like, yeah. Whatever. And then I watched the trailer straight after the podcast. I was like, "Man, that looks fucking ace!" <laughs> like, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, like martial arts choreography that I really want to like. I I want him to because I, I reckon that even without the rings, like your Hawkeye and your Black Widows and stuff, I reckon he'd fucking lay them out. Um, hand to hand, yeah, but I think Black Widow would just shoot him. <laughs> she would give yeah, the time of day. Yeah, you can do about bullet. <laughs> yeah. Um, just stun him and then just shoot him. <laughs> then again, the, 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 the bang. Yeah, the the both made out to be like these uh, highly trained assassins. When it's talking, they're like, "We got Captain America, he's a super soldier. We got a Hulk. We got a we've got a demigod. We got two of the best assassins in the world." And then they get in a fight and then they get battered. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I don't know when was the last time you saw like Black Widow just get the shit kicked out of her. Black Widow. Numerous times, <laughs> and I know it's to obviously if she's if she's just laying through everyone, then the f- it's not a very exciting film. You got to have that. I don't know. I mean, to be fair, I don't remember a huge amount from that. End, yeah, she gets battered quite so. quite a lot in it. But again, it's the same as every every film. The, the you can't have the 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 protagonist just strolling through making mincemeat of everything because that's mm. not exciting, unless it's like um, hardcore Henry or something like that. <laughs> that's the point well, of the yeah. film. Because um, like like in the old days, like in the old Arnie films and um, Seagal and all that, a lot of them had it was in the contracts that they couldn't lose the fight. It was like, why? It's a film. Nobody's gonna look at it and be like, oh, you lost to that guy because <laughs> it's not a real fight. Well, if that's what your next big blockbuster depended on, that's your yeah. next paycheck. Yeah, but it, it's you know like. You're always going to win. I don't think of like Arnold Schwarzenegger as you know this unstoppable tank-like machine. But remember when he got the shit kicked out of him that one time? That's what I mean. It's like nobody, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> I expect also, it in a film. I mean, he he also got killed in both Terminators, then the third Terminator, and in the fourth Terminator. In Genesis. No, no, he's fine in Genesis at the yeah. end of that. Yeah, yeah. Because he gets like, um, he, he gets like put into the liquid metal. And oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets upgraded in Dark Fate. I can't even remember that film. I can't remember enough. I'm going to say he probably got killed. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't coming back. So <laughs> <laughs> just give up, Arnie. Jesus. I yeah. Uh, speaking as just on that word, because I'll go wrap it up there. Um, I watch. We both we watch Venom two. And I decided the other day the best the best Venom film is Upgrade. I'll give you that. Yeah. That's all they had to do. Just being slowly but surely taken over by another thing that depends on you for their survival as well as your own sort of yeah. thing. If they'd have done that but with the symbiote. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it even looks like Tom Hardy. Yeah, say so you have that Logan... Green Marshall, whatever his name is, um, yeah. have him do it. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Absolute I was dog mess of a film. Yeah, I was bit, bitterly disappointed by. I that. wasn't I, disappointed I, honestly until you'd mentioned it. 
I'd, I'd forgotten that I'd watched it. I wasn't. I had no expectations for it whatsoever. So, uh, well, I, I mean, I didn't despise the first Benham, and I don't think it was particularly poor. It's just that I just didn't think it was wasn't good, interesting enough. I just I didn't think it was very good. I I think um, what I think what's happened there is you had such low expectations for the first Venom film that because it wasn't it could be that. an absolute train wreck, it wasn't far off, yeah. it was a minor crash, but um, it's, it's it's just not good. It's not good. And I'm sick of having this, I've had this conversation so many times with people who are like, don't know what you're on about, it's a fucking excellent film. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Nobody thinks it's, it's a good film. It's better than the second one. Um, the first one's I'm, better I'm than more... the second one, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm just disappointed because Woody Harrelson was like the big selling point of this for me. I think he's a great actor. Yes. And he usually that like, he can choose scenery he's, and he. So can... is Tom Hardy though. Everyone in it is a decent actor, just not in this. Yeah, I just, I just don't. There's just, I, I it, honestly, it's difficult to put a finger on it. And I, I don't really watch a huge amount of like. Um, you know, like reaction videos, or like, oh my god, we just watched this thing, and here, let's talk about yeah. it. And here's all our, you know, well-informed and incis- uh, incisive opinions on something. You know, from people who do this and think about this sort of stuff a lot more than I do, and they're a lot more coherent with what they're on about. Because I don't just want to regurgitate ideas no, 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 that no, someone no. else has had or their opinions. Because what's, what's, what's yeah, the point? point. <laughs> but sometimes it does help, kind of like focus what you've got uh, what you like about a thing and you can't quite nail it down and you're like oh of course it's because of this theme or whatever yeah. um, I if I cared enough which I don't I would actively watch a whole bunch of these sort of videos with like these critiques and stuff like that of Venom 2 just to see if someone comes up with the reason where I'm like that's the reason I don't like this film Everything and about it, it could just be it, <laughs> it could just be a myriad of issues. You know, it could just be poor writing. It could be you know, it's just it's all fucking dark yet again. Um, they had a red one this time. <laughs> not that you could fucking tell. I mean, they say that he's red. I kind of. I mean, he's barely sort fucking of maroonish. As carnage, uh, well, no, he's I mean, not that, in it that, very often. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. No, I mean, there's the whole thing in the church where they're just smashing each other around. Yeah, that's just the, that's just, just the just, final scene though. Not the, the final whole, fight, sorry. The whole film just felt toothless. And, like, nothing had any weight. There's no consequences to anything. He's going around eating heads. I don't remember seeing anyone's fucking heads getting eaten. It did. It'd just sort of go... Argh! And then it would cut away, and then there'd just be a body drop into the floor. It just felt like there was... This was like a PG-13 version yeah, of it. This was what it was, essentially. Um, I will say, thank you very much, Sony. Because um, I genuinely thought... In the club, Venom was going to rap. <laughs> so thank you very much oh. for not doing that. <laughs> Do you know what? As soon as he got on stage and was giving that microphone, I was yeah. like, I swear to God, if he does like the mask <laughs> and starts singing and everyone starts dancing along, I think I'm actually just going to leave it. You like tomatoes? <laughs> it's uh, it's I, fucking I just... shit, mate. It's fucking dog shit. I, I, uh, I don't yeah. understand how the, both of these films have made fucking billions. I really don't. It's, not, it's the people in them. But they're not good films, and Tom Hardy's done that plenty of films when you've that fucking... paid to go and see it, and then you realise that it doesn't make any difference. No, does but it? anyone that went to see the first one and then went to see this one and expected it to be good. Sorry, are you assuming that people actually pay attention to this sort of shit as much as we do? Yes, they definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you, my friend, we're very much in the minority. 
Yeah, and I'm saying I'm not hate like the first Venom film. I was in the same boat. I was like, that's ah, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It doesn't mean it's good. It just means it wasn't as bad as I thought it might be. Um, well, okay, well, Venom one. Uh, we'll use Rotten Tomatoes because that just seems to be that's your prefer, aggregate. But Venom, um, IMDb six point seven out of ten. No, I me maybe in that camp. Maybe that's a bit. I, generous. I, give, it, I give it a five max. Um, thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes and thirty-five percent on um, Metacritic. Venom two, six point three on IMDb, fifty-nine <laughs> percent uh, on Rotten Tomatoes and forty-eight percent on Metacritic. Oh fuck um, off! If, I'd say those are very much the other way around. Yeah. Um, and that's being generous. But, um, um, honestly, there's something. It's just that they didn't. I, I just still don't think. I think that Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock being sort of like you know kind of like a cool sort of you know investigative journalist and stuff like that i kind of buy it and i think he's okay i think he i think it's he's just well I, just cast. Don't, I, I still don't think that they got venom right i think in bit, terms of the character and visually yeah i think they've done a, a pretty good job as bringing him to the big screen yeah he looks, he looks um, all right yeah i hate the voice i hate the fact that it's a buddy cop film it, yeah that like um remember the darkness yeah, the, not the bad, the game. the game. Where you're basically like a gangster. So somebody's not a great person anyway, sort of taken over by this like demon possession, soul-sucking... Great game. Whatever. It's just this horrendous sort of ball of violence and brutality and ripping people's hearts out and all that kind of stuff. Um, if, to me, it always felt like that was just sort of like, yeah, this sort of weird Venom with guns. demon thing as like it's attached himself to the, this gangster but to be fair you could put that same evil demon monster thing on any old schmuck yeah and the demon would still be doing the same thing and want you and probably manipulate you into doing yeah, that same yeah. sort of stuff if it was like that and the venom symbiote was like a like a purely negative force and he was trying to constantly battle and like you say like upgrade where yeah. you're just sort of like oh do I really want to be doing this and you'd sort of like it's this like internal battle that's yeah. going on, um, and then they kind of like like with what they did with the Ruffalo Hulk of just being like I can just turn it on and off yeah. like, whenever I want yeah. to. Like I've got this sort of like inner control now, um, and he could sort of like summon the symbiote and use it and control it and stuff like this. But with them sort of like like an old married couple sort of squabbling over stuff, yeah. and it'll just be like oh just fuck off and just piss out on the town for a bit. <laughs> I, I I just. It's just I don't. I, there's just something about it that just doesn't feel good, believable, yeah. well written, well I mean, acted. It's, a, it's an alien thing from outer space. I mean, believability doesn't really have to come into it. But they didn't even go for the tropes of. I say I don't want to get too bogged down with this because I've got to shoot. But they didn't even go for the tropes of going. We're all here for a big fucking monster fight. Let's just fucking have some uh, good action scenes. There's barely any action scenes in it. It's mostly him fucking whinging and then Venom fucks off on his own and then takes over a load of people and has a good night and stuff and Tom Hardy buys a new TV. Oh, we best go fight fucking yeah. Carnage. But again, it, it didn't even feel that when he was taking over other people, it didn't feel like he was killing them after he was done with them. They just died, weren't they? They were just like... Well, they were just sort of imp- like... just Implied really that they Weak died. and exhausted or whatever. But again, it, it, this isn't like, you know... Like Terminator, like the Terminator in Dark Fate, sort of like his wibbly wobbly yeah. other self. He's like skewering dudes and like stabbing people through the face and all that sort of stuff. That's what I was expecting. 
and especially when it came to carnage, yeah. like, I expected like just people's legs and shit just be ripped off them. And I, was stuff. Say, I was saying to my friends, saying like, um, it's like, it's not just the fact that his name's Carnage. Like, like in the comics, he, he primarily killed children for a long fucking time. Like, he's a fucking psychopath, and Venom can't take him on on his own, which is why he ends up always teaming up with Spider-Man to fight him. And in this, he just fucking after a bit of a after a bit of a knock around. Yeah, done, easy. Um. Woody Harrelson's wife, Mrs. Yeah, Shriek, Shriek. whatever her name was. Um, is that a, is that a person I've never heard? Yeah, of. yeah, she's she's there. Um, pointless. Nah, it's just kind of there just to give him a reason. No point in her being there. Just to give her a reason is the only the only thing. The only interesting but thing was uh, the 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 detective becoming toxin. Well, implied that he becomes toxin at the end, mainly because he doesn't oh, really yeah. get any kind of media stuff outside of the comics I was like that's pretty cool yeah but this this um but it just means on the third one what we've got to look forward to another symbiote <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll put Tom Holland in a scene from um, Far From Home yeah. on the screen at the end though and just say oh he recognises him or something I'll, I'll give Sony props cool. though when we had um, Loki and they were, he was in the, he was watching the in that chamber and he's showing you all the stuff from um, that this happened so you, you saw the scenes from the Avengers and right. and we see the pivotal scene where the camera's going around the Avengers who's doing that is somebody just walking around looking at them someone with the camera phone Michael Bay yeah. just like <laughs> so like that was just lazy but whereas this they used the news footage so I was like nah that makes sense but that but that doesn't get me excited no, though completely irrelevant <laughs> Yeah, but it's not saying that it's like, oh, um, you know, th- this is how seriously we're, we're taking this. Like, we've actually got him in the suit and we've shot a new scene, or a new, like, five, ten seconds, whilst he's Th- presumably still filming. This like, wasn't this wasn't the original no way, post-credit uh, scene either. This was done at last minute, this scene was. So Andy Serkis told, not told me, so Andy Serkis had said... Um, well, what was, the, what was it originally? They never said what the original one was, um, they just said, like... After a lot of back and forth, they were finally given the okay, so they just filmed this scene and got it done. Um, but again, it's not. It, it, it feels so shoehorned. They've just gone. Oh, you're in a different universe now. There's yeah. Tom Holland as Spider Man, MCU. What? Cause <laughs> Venom's just like, oh, I've got like, knowledge from the universe and stuff. That I buy. That I buy. Yeah, that's just sort of like that's you know, in the comics. Though. Alien hive mind, yeah. whatever for a billion, billion, billion years in however many universes. Sure, weird alien goo magic. But to then just go and now Tom Holland's in a different universe. Thing is though, with the in the, in the okay. comics, you've got um, so the the basically the the person who he made the symbiotes is a guy called Null, and he's like the like the the god of the symbiotes and he's so powerful he killed a celestial all on his own some just because he got his fucking hair off <laughs> um, and obviously he comes to he, he comes to Earth because of Eddie because of the connection Eddie and the Venom symbiote have um, comes to Earth blah 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 anyway he isn't he, Null is in control of the hive mind for the symbiotes so that's a that's a real thing and that could potentially be a really fucking awesome film franchise um, having Eddie Brock trying to just like fight against this incredibly fucking powerful being and it does take other people 
like you got this fucking silver surfer and everyone else coming into his own. It'd be fucking awesome. There's a fucking symbiote dragon that he just fucking rides about on. It's it's amazing. But we ain't gonna get that. It just goes No we aren't. But there's a high find. I could show you some stuff. Ooh. Did you do that? I didn't do that. <laughs> so what's the fucking but point? That's, that's the thing. Like, does this mean he's still in his normal universe, but his brain is in a different one? Unlikely. Or does that mean he's physically transported him to a different dimension? If that's the case, that would have been useful. No, because no, because any says of the other parts of the he, film, he didn't do it, did he? Like Venom didn't do that. They just happened to be at that time, and he said, "I can, I'll tell you some secrets." And then they get, they end up in a different room, and he's like, "Did you do that?" He's like, "I didn't do this." And then it's obviously implied that this is some kind of multiverse nonsense. But, but what's caused this, though? Could be the events of uh, Loki, could be the events of WandaVision, could be the events of probably not Spider-Man because at that point in time the news thing's happening. So that it hasn't happened yeah, but in it, Spider-Man yet. This would only be impactful of like a bigger universe in, in the same way that like Ant-Man and the Wasp was. Where it was like you shrink, 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 shrink. He's in this thing called cool. "Get Me Out, Guys." Camera cuts back. Yeah, they've all been blipped. That's just like, oh my god, terrifying. Yeah. If if they were in a hotel resort or whatever, then half the fucking residents all turn into dust, and you're like, that's the Thanos. That'd be snap. way better. Oh my god, what yeah. does this mean? Like, that's that's a cliffhanger that sort of makes. Now it just means that presumably at some point or another, in either no uh, no way home. Or in Homecoming. inevitably the next Venom film, there is going to be oh yeah a, a tiny minor crossover, and it's not going to pay off. It would make sense That's that he's in No Way Home with everyone coming over, but I don't know because I mean, like, I'd rather see Alfred Molina smacking into shit with those fucking arms than that Venom sort of. Oh, oh, I'm a good guy. I'm a good yeah, guy. He'll team up with him, won't he? <sighs> I, I just don't feel that he's just. I just don't think he's a threat. I mean, he's, he is. Just they haven't utilized him in any possible way. <laughs> no. No. Well, it, it's just no. It's I, I. just really just did not enjoy it. I I hated every second of it. Um, mm. and it was short. It was only like fucking an hour and a half, something like that, wasn't it? But uh, be yeah, yeah, that says something. Uh, but on that, we, we shall leave it there, sir, because we've got on for yes. well over an hour. Um, so if you want to listen to some more podcasts, head over to the website, which is www.podcastversusplay.com. And you may notice this week there's been a few changes on the website, and probably tomorrow when this goes up, there'll be a whole new homepage that's been going on behind the background. Really? Yeah, it looks very swanky, if I do oh. say so myself. Oh. Uh, but that's all to come. Um, there's, some, uh, there's some new videos gone up, um, and there's some more to come. And we recorded a lot of stuff last week whilst we were together. Um, What's to come? Retro shenanigans, Point Break, um, and some other stuff that didn't go up previously either. So plenty of things, but we're going to go, and uh, we'll see. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for joining me, Dan, and we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.